0: This is Watch the Media from the University of Nebraska Lincoln in the College of Journalism and Mass Communications and the studios of 90.3 FM KRNU. I'm John Schrader. During the spring of 2020, we explored media presentation and representation in the Latinx, Latino, Hispanic community. During this short course, we call them pop-up courses here, we had guest speakers from all over the world, from Omaha, Chicago, Dallas, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Kansas City, Buenos Aires, Mexico City. Among our guests was Pablo Urquiza, who is the executive producer and manager of production for one of the biggest sports competitions in the world, the Copa Lipatadores in South America. He is Argentine, he went to school at Loyola Marymount University in Los Angeles. He worked in L.A. for about 25 years. He's now back home in Buenos Aires where he lives and he works in Asuncion, Paraguay. He calls it a dream job. Pablo and I first met while we were both in Los Angeles and we worked for Spectrum Sportsnet and he worked the Lakers and the Galaxy as a producer in Spanish and I announced Galaxy Games in English. I hope you enjoy Pablo's appearance in our class, what he brought to our students.
1: I swear to God, this is a true story. At the beginning of January of 2018, this happened on February 23rd, 2018. At the beginning of January of 2018, a friend of mine out of, out of nowhere, he says to me, Pablo, you have an amazing career. I know what you did. You have, I don't know how many Emmys, and you should have a better LinkedIn profile. And I had something there, but it just, I never paid that much attention. You know, I was I was kind of well known in you know in the industry and in the Spanish language side. But I said what the heck I'm gonna do it. I have some time I had some time, some free time. And I spent three weeks working on my LinkedIn profile. I open a Vimeo account. Uh, I, I open a, a YouTube premium. I loaded some videos that I have of me working, doing, doing stuff in Europe, doing stuff in, South, in, in LA, in Miami, and in, you know, in Phoenix, whatever. But I spent three weeks. Then I asked a friend of mine, I have a friend of mine in the UK that we studied together in Loyola. Um, back back in the time. And I said, you know, I already did everything in English. Could you check the English to see if everything is fine? Just be sure that everything looks good, that everything makes sense. And then they later said, yeah, hey, everything looks good. I just changed a couple of things, but you have a great profile. And I spent three weeks on it. Three weeks on it was the end of January, the beginning of February, okay? And then suddenly, two weeks later, Three weeks later, I got this phone call from the headhunter. And basically what I'm telling you is how important it is to build a good LinkedIn profile. Now, everything is through LinkedIn, absolutely everything. Of course, you need to always do networking. Of course, you need networking. But your LinkedIn profile is so important today. And I've been hiring... I have have a team here of 10 people from all over Latin America. uh, And I'm always getting requests for interviews and people because I also, I will tell you later what I do too, but I get phone calls from uh, broadcasters in the UK, from broadcasters in in the US, uh, because I'm in charge of the uh, English language uh, production of what I'm doing here. And the first thing I do is I go to LinkedIn. If the person that's having LinkedIn, Then I ask myself, you know, why this person is looking for a job? Because you need to be in LinkedIn and you need to have a profile where I can see what you do, where you study, your colleagues, what are you looking for? uh, What do you like? What do you say about yourself? And everything could be there. I have this dream job now at 54, you know? And uh, I done, I've done in my life so many things, but this for me to be here in Latin America and in my home country doing what I love, which is TV. I love TV, I love live TV production, but but I also, I love soccer, I love football, you know? And this is, this is the dream job that I have right now because I mean, if you follow a little bit the international world a little bit, um, you know, soccer is the number one sports outside of the U.S. And, you know, the number one club competi- international club competition is the Champion League. And the second one in importance is the Libertadores, which is the South American Champion League. You know, the Libertadores. And for me, basically, I, I you know, I, I used to be a kid, 7, 12, going to bed in the radio, listening to the Copa Libertadores matches when I was a kid. I, I've been to the stadium before going to the U.S. so many times watching Copa Libertadores matches and suddenly now, you know, I'm in charge of the TV production of, you know, and whatever is anyone seeing around the world, images, I'm in charge of that, you know, and, you know, you look at life and say, wow, this is amazing, this is incredible, but yes, you know, you need to have a good, you, you need a little bit of luck, you know, but also you need to help that lack. And in this case, you know, these three weeks that I spent building or rebuilding or revamping the LinkedIn profile, I think it was key for this headhunter to 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 find me, no? I mean, that, that, that's the story first that I wanted to share, John, how important it is, you know?
0: So if we remember anything tonight, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, take as much time as you need to, to make that LinkedIn profile good and, and tell the whole world what you can do uh, because, and the message here isn't really Pablo, just that here's a guy who went to, and we'll talk more about this, who, who, who came from Argentina to the United States to go to college in Los Angeles, but the world is um, where the action is now. Our, our students should be prepared to, 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 to work in Madrid, or London, or Beijing, or anywhere in between, Buenos Aires, uh, anywhere, right? I mean, that's the, that's the message.
1: Absolutely. And um, I know, you know, I mean, um, I, I, and this happens with my kids too, you know? I mean, uh, I, I know how important it is to learn another language. It doesn't have to be Spanish. You can learn any language you want. But just to be able to learn another language, be able to spend time, you know, outside of this great country where we live and, you know, the U.S. And uh, just to spend some time outside of the U.S. and getting to do networking and meeting people. And uh, right now, uh, especially in our business, what you are studying and what I do, we're similar business, we're the same industry. And now suddenly, you know, with this all these new OTT service where everything is going in that direction, you know, um, now suddenly you have opportunities to basically work anywhere, and you can apply to the job anywhere. When I was interviewing, when I was getting interviewed for this job, I, I I I can I could see the scope of what we of what we were doing of what we were going to do. I said, Jesus, no. I don't think I can find the type of people, the profile of people that I need to do this job right, you know? Because I have American and British, you know, bosses, you know, and they were like, "Pablo, you need you need to teach these people, you need to teach them processes, you need to teach them the American way of doing business." You know, that's why we hire you. You have experience in the, in the US, you know. You're you 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 know you are from Argentina, but you, you, have, you have experience, you studied there, you did all your career there. You need to teach these people about processes. And the beautiful thing about the way that we conduct business business, business in America is everything in America and the US has a process. That's what you learn. Everything has a process. Uh, you just don't tell people, hey, go and do that. No, you do pre-production, you do meetings, you prepare yourself here in Latin America and mostly outside of, outside of the US, I would say, and maybe Germany and the UK, You know, everything, just go, even Italy, France, Spain. Just go, do it, do it. No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. You need to prepare, prepare a a rundown, uh, prepare what what are you gonna do, uh, have interviews, get ready, pre-production, have a plan A, plan B, plan C. And this is what my bosses were telling me, Pablo, you need to work on that. And I said, I'm not gonna find people in Latin America to do this. And you know what I did? I went out and I hired two, to people that they were not born in the U.S., but they study there and they work there their whole life. And they understand how we need to do a job the right way, the professional way, you know. And and that's what I did. Two, I have 10 people on, on my team. Two of them, they are from the U.S., you know. I mean, they studied there and I hired them and I brought them to, to live in Paraguay, in Asuncion, Okay. And uh, that's why, I mean, we have, you, you have this opportunity that, you know, you, you are born in a great place, you're going to a university, to a college, you understand, you can learn how to conduct yourself, how to conduct business the right way, and you can use that knowledge overseas, you know, when they hire you. And it, that's why it's so important, as John was telling you, um, there's so there's so many opportunities and you can make Be happy because you are doing what you like, number one. And number two, you can make good money because there are plenty of opportunities. And if you are good, you can get a job. You can get a very good job if you are good, but you need to have the background and you need to have the stamina to say, okay, I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna make it happen.
0: To make this uh, picture seem small for everybody, uh, you just hired one of our graduates from this college uh, who graduated sometime in the last 10 years or so, and who's been working as a sports broadcaster in soccer in America, and you just hired him.
1: That's a great story, thank you. Um, His name is Carter uh, Augustine. Uh, And again, this is another great story for for everyone to take notes because um, just don't give up you know i and i always tell the story that a lot of people since i got to the us a lot of people opened doors for me a lot of people and people helped me uh you know our career it happened to john it happened to me it happened to everyone in this business our career is like this you know ups and downs ups and downs up but we love this we love what we do you know what else we love what we do you know and when I was down, a lot of people helped me all the time, you know, and I, I was able to get back and I always try to give back, you know, I can't, I can't forget that. And I like to speak, you know, I get, you don't have an idea how many people write me via LinkedIn, especially how many people write me emails and LinkedIn messages, Pablo, can we have a meeting? I'm looking for a job or Pablo, please. I'm out of the job and I need some guidance. What should I do? Uh, and Pablo, can I be an intern? I would like to be an intern. What are you doing? I love what you're doing and I don't, wanna, I don't worry about getting paid, but I wanna be an internship, whatever. And I learned this a long time ago that I need to have an open doors policy in my life, which means that I need to give as much time to this person looking for an opportunity or looking for guidance than I need to give them the same time that I give my my team for anything that is job, that is work related, you know? And yes, it's tiresome a little bit because sometimes I'm spending, you know, 15, 30 an hour talking to people uh, that I I don't even know. But I think we need to share that knowledge and we need to share that experience. And whenever we can, we need to help. You know, as someone said, you know, you need to pay it forward. and, And this is what I did with Carter. You know, Carter wrote me this LinkedIn, like it was like, 4 months ago, he wrote me or 5 months ago, he wrote me a LinkedIn out of nowhere. I don't even know who the guy was. No idea. A very nice message, very well written, and he was asking me for opportunity to talk to me, you know, on the phone. I was in, in Asunción at that time because I split my time between Buenos Aires where my family lives and Asunción, Paraguay. I split my time there. And, and he was like, "Pablo, please, I would like to have an interview and uh, just, just to talk. I want to talk, I, I want to hear me out." And then, you know, suddenly a, a 15 minute com- conversation got to be an hour, and I, I love the kid. I absolutely love the kid. He was saying the right things. Um, he was telling me his life story. Uh, his mother lived in Barcelona, and uh, he traveled a little bit in Europe, but he wanted to do something else in his life. Uh, he loves broadcasting, but he wanted to have an opportunity. and He just wanted to put you know, his foot on the door. And, and I said, okay, let me think about it. You know, let me think about it. And then suddenly, you know, suddenly um, an opportunity opens up. You know, I needed one more uh, soccer announcer, one more broadcaster to do games, to call games in English. And I, I thought of this guy, instantly, I thought of this guy uh, and I called him. I think I, I didn't even call him. I think I sent him a WhatsApp message. And I said, Carter, you're hired. You're hired. You're gonna be doing some games in Miami. And then as soon as COVID is over, I'm gonna bring you to Buenos Aires. I'm gonna get you the, the, the legal the paperwork and you can come in Buenos Aires and, and whenever everything is ready, you can come and call games in Buenos Aires uh, when the production resumes here. And he was like, really? Yeah, 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 really? I, yeah, yes, yes. And always make phone calls, call, talk to people, talk to people. You will find a lot of people that they don't even answer I mean, you will find people who will answer your message, like I do, uh, but you might not get any luck 10 times, but you just need one. You just need one person to open the door for you. And if you say the right things in the meeting, and if you present yourself in the right way, you know, and you tell, you need to tell your story. Everything is about storytelling. I always tell this to my kids. Everything is about storytelling. You need to have your storytelling. And if you tell your story, you are going to get an opportunity. And Carter is working for us right right now, and he's so happy right now. He's very very happy. You
0: know, when, when we were young, um, and I don't want to speak for you, but I'll speak for myself. I I just sort of got this um, this um, affliction, this this. I don't want to say virus, but I got this love. I, I tried radio and television, and, and I just couldn't get enough. I couldn't, I couldn't wait to go do it again. I couldn't wait to go back and, on the radio again. Hard work and preparation and all that stuff. And I, and I maintained that my entire life, and, and I guess I'm just lucky in, in that sense. It sounds like you sort of have the same affliction where you, you know, it gets you out of the house in the morning, where it, it helps you breathe, it helps you
1: exist. Right. Uh, absolutely. And, and um, I ask, you know, um, I ask the two people that hire me for this job that I have right now is two, two Brits, you know, two guys from London, one from London, one from Wales. The two per- people that hire me, I ask. Them, what, what do you see? Well, I mean, because we have all this interview via, you know, via Zoom in 2018. They were in London and, I mean, why do you hire me? I mean, you were interviewing, you know, 25 people. I said, and they told me, uh, and this is also something I wanna share with everyone here in this, in this call. Um, we love your passion. That's what they told me. We love your passion. We could tell, even from a, a Zoom call, we could, t- we could tell that you love what, what you're doing. You love the business. And uh, it was contagious. It was, that's why we hired you. And they told me, Pablo, you had 15 interviews. The first one you had with us, it was number one. We knew that you were our guy. We knew in the, on the first interview that you were our guy. And I think key is what you said, John, is true. But I would add also passion. That's why it's so important to do what you love. If you do what you love, you're going to have an amazing professional life, but you need to love it. You need to love it. Uh, and you need to put all your heart and your mind and your passion. If you put everything there, you you are going to have so much fun and you're you going to have a very successful professional life. I can guarantee you that. With ups and downs, eh? ups and downs. Let's be honest. I have mine too, okay, in my career, you know? But it's always great to get back again and just beat it and just do the next project, you know? I always tell, I always tell my team and I tell everyone that I hire, I got the opportunity to hire so many people in the last, I would say 20 years. You know, Uh, I always tell the people that I don't care about mistakes. I mean, I encourage the mistakes, you know, you need to make mistakes in order to learn and to try new things. I'm not afraid of mistakes, you know? But you can make a mistake, the same mistake you can make it once. You cannot make it twice, you know? I mean, that's key. I mean, if you, can make, you, if you make it one, then you learn. I mean, that's fine. It's a learning experience, uh, but you, you cannot make it twice, you know? And I was, I think it was the Rose Parade, you know, the Rose Parade, you know, the event that happens in Pasadena every January 1st, you know? I, I produced a show three years for Univision Network. I won three Emmys, you know, in a row. You know, producing the show for Univision, which is an amazing experience and and I will never forget it. I, I produced a show for ten years, I think, you know, and uh, uh, and the last one that I produced, I think it was 2002. But anyway, in the 90s, one one of the Rose Parades that I produced, it was I think 98, 97. I don't remember. I I wanted to, sorry, I wanted to kill myself. I was, I got, I was so upset with myself. I was very upset with me. I just didn't check. You know, the Chirons, you know, you, you know what a Chiron is, no? The Chiron is, is, I mean, we don't call it Chiron anymore because now it's, it's DRT, the company that owns Chiron, but we all guys like John and I, you know we say you have the chirons you know that's old school that's right. tv you know that's right. the chirons is you know the it's the words you put yeah. it, the fonts. you know and we call it chiron you know and you know in the parade you need to put the chirons for you know you know you have the float going and you have the you know the the name of the float and the company sponsoring the float and every float has a name you know and you know i mean and the guy that we used to use before, he was a Mexican guy. He couldn't be present on that January first, and we knew beforehand. You know, we hire someone who was not proficient in Spanish. You know, but he was a good chiron operator. You know, and I don't care. You know, you don't speak the language. You know, in the Spanish language TV, funny enough, we never use Spanish when we are working behind the scenes. Behind the scenes in Spanish TV, everything is in English. Absolutely everything. You know, in English, and the commands when we talk. When I talk to the Italian, I do it in Spanish, but you know, when when we talk behind the behind the scenes, it's always in English, you know. And um, um, I didn't check the chirons. I didn't check the chirons, you know. I trust that someone else, I had another producer working with me, and I trust and I never asked, I trust that the other guy checked it, the chirons, the spellings, you know. Oh my god. Oh my God, oh my God, I wanted to kill myself. All, I would say from the very, very beginning of the show, all the fonts with the titles of the floats, they had misspellings. All of them, they had misspellings, all of them. Instead of a C, it was an S, you know, in Spanish C and S and Z, they are the same. We said it the same in Spanish. And uh, where it was supposed to be an S, it was a C, where it was where I was supposed to be a Z? It was an S, uh, and that's, those are huge, huge mistakes. You know when you are working in a Spanish language TV, and I remember getting a phone call from the network, upset. Hey, what's going on? And I just had to take it. You know, I had to take it. I I I, I got lucky that nobody f- follow up on that, uh, but I wanted to just, I, I was really upset with myself because I didn't do the job. I didn't get sure that someone checked on that. And I didn't ask the right questions prior to that. And that day in 97, 96, I think it was, it never happened to me again. Eh? That never happened to me again. And now whenever I go into a production, you know, since that day, whenever I went into production, I get sure that I ask everyone, I have in my mind, all the questions to ask. Do you check that? Are we checking that? Are you okay with that? Do you check that? I asked that, and I don't ask that once. I ask it twice, three, four times, you know? Because once it's on the air, there's nothing else you can do, you know? Once it's on the air, it's on the air. There is no, there's nothing you can do, you know? And thanks God, it never happened to me again, but that's something that I, that really hurt, really, really, really hurt.
0: I'm John Schrader. This is Watch the Media. We're joined this time around by Pablo Urquiza, who is the executive producer and head of production for FC Diaz, a division of Endeavors IMG Sports based in South America.
1: Right now, we're waiting to see if IMG Combe Ball, which is the South American Soccer Federation, is going to renew the contract with IMG. You know, okay. in, in in TV, and I'm talking, this happens NFL, NBA, everything. Eh? You have windows and the window of this contract with Commable is for four years. And I know, and I knew that I got hired for four years until the end of 2022. I have a contract until December I think, the, December 31st, 2022. If Commebol decides to renew the contract with IMG, which it looks like it's going to happen, then suddenly it's going to take me, it's going to take me to another four years working here um now do I want to keep doing the same thing no uh, is is I love what I'm doing but it's very stressful um, we have it's stressful in the in a sense that you know we work for a very demanding and difficult client you know and uh, I think, you know, you need, your name is, um, sorry, your name is? I'm Will. Ah, Will, Will. Uh, I think you all, and I forgot to tell you this, uh, you always need to look for new challenges. Always need to look for, always, you know, you cannot get comfortable. I forgot to tell you this. You cannot, I, I never got comfortable in my life, never. Whenever you get comfortable, you need to move to the next project. And that's the beauty of being, being part of IMG and Endeavor, you know, that I know that they are, and they told us that they might have some another, other businesses in Latin America or in some other parts of the world. And now I know that because of the job that we did here, that I did here, I, I can raise my hand and say, hey, hey, I, 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 you know, you are getting this in Singapore. Hey, I want to do it. I, I, I want to go and do it, you know. Um, I think that's next for me. That's next for me. Um, Maybe a year or two years from now, just look for the next challenge. And I always tell, and sorry, Will, uh, one more thing. Uh, 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 Let me share with you guys and gals. Let me share this with Mm -hmm. you because I always tell my kids to never get comfortable. The greatest people, you know, the Oracle of Omaha, uh, Bill Gates, uh, Steve Jobs, Spielberg. All those guys, they never, never, never got comfortable. They don't get comfortable, you know? They are always looking for what's next in their lives, you know? And you always need to look for what's next in your life, you know? I and mean, that's key to have a, I would say, a happy, I mean, I'm not, just to have a happy professional life, you know? I think that's, that's for me, and that's next for me, just look for new challenges, basically. When I was a kid, and I think I never told you this, John, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a soccer broadcaster, you know, a radio broadcaster, you know? Goal, 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 I, I wanted to be that. I loved that. I used to listen to the games on the radio, you know? And I wanted to be a soccer broadcaster when I was a kid, you know, uh, in the 70s. And my parents were like, no, no, you cannot do that. You're not going to do anything in your life with that. You need to go and study, you know, a lawyer or a doctor. And I studied political science for two years, you know? I got bored to death. I, I wasted my time uh, until one day I said the hell with this and I started doing what I wanted you know but of course it was a little bit painful because and uh, sorry I did this but my parents they were still paying for college and I wasn't going to college to a private college because I didn't like what I was doing you know and you know they got very mad with me. Um, I never told the story, but they—you they, know—they never—they got very mad with me. But I, I i wasn't doing what I wanted, you know. And what I did, I said this is what I want to do. Uh, I bought myself a camera, a video camera at that time. I started doing some some jobs. I started taking some classes, you know. Uh, it was very different than today, where you have access to everything now. And but you know what I did, Mario. I really I took this. I took what I wanted to do, and without thinking too much, I really jumped into it. You know, I wasn't doing half fast thing and say, "Yeah, I like what I'm doing." But you know, no, 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 no. Now, looking re- retrospectively, now, now I see that that's what I, this what I'm doing today is what I wanted, and I really I dive myself into it. I just I jump into it. And I did everything that I wanted because this is what I wanted for my life, you know? And I think that's the best advice that I can give you. If this is what you like, go all the way. Go all the way. Don't go halfway. You need to go all the way and you need to take uh, every risk you can take off. You know, there is no safe risk. Take every risk you can think of, you know? And they might tell you a million times you are not right for this, you're not going to make it. But again, remember what I told at the beginning, you just need one person, just one person to open the door for you. Just one. And that person that opened the door for you, it will mean the world to you. And then and you will be able to build something out of that opportunity. You know, just keep going, man. Keep going, but do it, do it, do it all the way. Yes, I think you do. I think you do. I I mean, I I wouldn't use, I mean, I wouldn't say easier, but I think it's all about opportunities. Again, what I was just telling Mario, you know, you need one person to open the door for you. And I think you can get more chances to find a person in a, in a market like Los Angeles, in this case, that you're studying, you're in the industry, you know, um, yeah, I think, I think, I think, yes. I think today, um, you know, the business is going in one direction now. You know, you have 5G. is going to take over everything that we do today. Uh, suddenly, cable will not exist anymore. Satellite TV will, and this is, um, uh, this is not, this is what I'm telling you is facts. Okay, direct. I mean, satellite TV will die in five years from now. You know, Direct TV already announced that they are not launching any more satellites. Direct TV is gone. Uh, dish network will be gone. Uh, cable will be gone because everything will be 5G. You will have a, a you will have a small box in your home, and you're gonna be able to stream literally whatever you want. Um, you can see what Disney Disney Plus is doing, ESPN Plus is doing. You can see what Endeavor is doing, what, um, what Peacock is doing. Um, everything is going into that direction. And uh, I think the opportunities will come to work in the business will come in the big markets, you know, because that's where the companies are, you know, and that's where you can get uh, your foot in the door through an internship, or uh, there is so many events in in the big cities where you can do networking you know and the, and again you just need one person to help you you know um, yes I think you do sorry John I think you do I think you need to I need just you need to take the risk and um, I think you, you you have better chances Um to do something you know again again you know nebraska from my knowledge is a small market you know uh, i'm not talking about the school itself i'm talking about just you know the business you know and uh, maybe if you are already in in la or you know, la i would say la um atlanta you know now atlanta is you know with all this you know they're filming the studios are opening the studios there all these important cities, there's a lot of business going on. And uh, I, and again, I think this business is going to explode in the next two years, three years. There's no question in my mind that this business will explode. You know, um, all the, uh, I'm talking about NBA. I'm talking about lacrosse, lacrosse, rugby. NFL is a different story. Let's not even talk about NFL. Okay. But, Even NBA, you know, lacrosse, uh, all the sports, every sport you can think of, you know. I have friends, people that I colleagues in IMG, that I know in IMG, that don't laugh. They work for the, listen to this, don't laugh. They work, they do work for the World Equestrian Federation. The World Equestrian Federation is based in, I think it's Geneva or Zurich, I think it is. And they own, now everyone wants to produce their own things, you know, and they produce, they have a a monthly event, a worldwide event, everywhere in the world. And they have people traveling, doing the world equestrian, you know, events, you know, which they're broadcasted around the world, you know, and uh, the same for volleyball, the same for, you know, for, um, uh, for handball, for everything, you know, and, but everything, you can get the contacts in the big city that's where you can get the contacts you know because suddenly you get to know someone from endeavor in this case or oh no i know someone come i I can give you an opportunity they need a pa they need a pa to move and and do this job here because we have whatever you know or they need to they need to travel and i I don't worry i have someone who is a production manager yes yes john short answer yes all right thank you you're welcome
0: I will add to that, if I may, again, it's not about uh, me, but um, uh, when I was about 22 or 23 years old, uh, I got a call from a TV station in the Bay Area. It wasn't one of the best TV stations in the Bay Area, as I learned, um, but I left my uh, little job in Hastings doing television when I was young, and uh, they didn't pay a lot of money, and, um, and it was tough. Uh, First two or three years, maybe four years of being in the San Francisco Bay Area was tough, more expensive, competitive. But I'll tell you, it was the best thing I ever did in my life. Um, except get married and have a couple of children. But uh, it, it was the best thing. I mean, um, I got to do everything I ever dreamed of being a small-town kid in Nebraska. I got to cover uh, the NFL. I got to cover the NBA. I got to broadcast uh, games. I got to do Major League Soccer games for 15 years and travel around the country and and meet people that that helped me get to Europe and help me go other places. And if I hadn't paid that price early, if I hadn't said, okay, I believe in myself, I believe in myself and i have to keep believing in myself uh, because it was tough it was tough in the beginning but it was worth every sacrifice and every risk that i took because i ended up doing all the stuff all the cool stuff that i could ever imagined in my life uh, professionally and they paid me and they paid me pretty well and uh and i and i had a lot of fun and so yeah i think if you believe in yourself you know do what you can do to believe in yourself uh, to, to reward yourself for that belief, because it'll work out, it, it'll work out, I believe.
1: Yeah. Amen to that. Amen to that.
0: So we are going to, uh, we're going to let Pablo go here. i want to share something else again here too, um, from a personal standpoint. Um, I broadcast soccer for a long time, almost 20 years. And most reaction I would get from people in, in um, soccer was from the Spanish language broadcasters. And uh, they would walk up to me and say, oh, passionista, passion, your passion uh, is, is fabulous. I, I, I probably because I was one of the few guys who instead of saying, "And there's a goal, it's in the back of the net, it would be, and, uh, and uh, Landon Donovan shoots, goal! And so I don't know why, but the you know there's sort of this relationship right between the way you call the game, how you feel the game, how it touches you, and Spanish language soccer broadcasters, and those who do the NFL as well. I mean, it's not just s- soccer, but there's yeah. a certain amount of um, passion that just comes through with everything they do, and that's why I you know I, I I'm, I'm thankful that so many people. Uh, reacted that way, but almost all people who reacted to what I did in broadcasting were Spanish language broadcasters. Pablo, you're the man. I appreciate it very much.
1: And very, uh, very, very much. Thank you. Thank you, John.
0: I'm John Schrader. This is Watch the Media. Pablo Urquiza is the head of production for the IMG unit that produces the Libertadores and Conmebol in South America.